sports, 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 the military flyover, and culture. Coming to you from corporate recording and hi-fi in Indianapolis, Indiana, with me tonight, my co-hosts, the exclamation point, the passionate one, Reed. Good evening. And the question mark, the man who cares nothing about sports, Rowdy. Good morning. And in the middle of the period, my name is Snoop Gentleman, episode 96 for the third time, <laughs> version three. <laughs> Only the third. Happy belated Bobby Bonilla Day. <laughs> and uh, how are we? Doing all right, man. Yeah. Feel good. So, T's up. Yeah, high T? High T. High T low K? Yep. How's your K? Rowdy, you were wanting a your banana potassium. earlier. No, I'm doing all right. Okay. Yeah, I had some donuts, good? some coffee. Yeah. Ready for this uh, morning well, morning recording. We are doing a morning recording uh, on the 4th of July, celebrating the holiest of holidays, Independence Day. Ah, uh, dear leader's favorite holiday. <laughs> <Yeah>. Yes. <laughs> Uh, thank you for joining us. Sorry we're a little late on the pod. Hey, I didn't do this the first two, two times we tried to record this yeah. intro. We've got some guests in the studio tonight. Live yeah. studio We've audience. We've got a live studio audience over there. The um, Most of the hot boys, I think. Yes. We got hey. almost all the hot boys. Hey. Okay. We got our friends, Big City Adam. Hi. Mr. Phil. Hello. Mr. Tyler and Mr. Mike. Hey-o! Almost all of which have been in the studio before while we've recorded. Correct. So welcome again. Um, as I said earlier, also, you will need to actually download and listen to this episode, even though you're hearing it live. We need your downloads. You gotta busy. have it. Uh, and while the rest of you are on your podcast apps, go ahead and smash that uh, subscribe button. Tell a friend. Hit the share button. Yeah, not two, just one. Not two, not we three. We don't want you to tell two Don't people. overextend yourself. Got to watch them hammies. Got to warm up. <sighs> Guys, it's I morning. Want to do so this? It's so early. Rowdy, how about some sports? How about it? Hey guys, sports people be dying. Sports people do be dying. Uh, Don't love that headline. <laughs> Rowdy, and this hits close to home for you because this is your team. Yeah. Although he is now an official angel. He did play for the Los Angeles Angels. Oh, Tyler Skaggs dies at 27. Unknown oh. causes. Found him in bed. You guys wrote 27 dead, so I thought this was like a mass. Yes. The okay. entire franchise has been killed. Okay. No. no. The, in, the entire active uh, roster. Drafted in 2009, same class as Mike Trout. 40th overall in the first round. Traded to the yep. D-backs in 12. Resigned mm -hmm. with the Angles. And now uh, drafted, drafted by, by Snoop in the 16th round in our Roto League this uh -oh. year. <laughs> yes. Not good. So he, he was a math bat. We still don't know why he's dead. No, Just that he's no word dead. yet. That, yeah, that they found him in his hotel room having Man. died. I guess he missed the walk around. I don't know, whatever they call it in baseball. And they went back to his room around 2 o'clock. That's a walk around. Like a they walk just, through. Like, walk around the bases? Football. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. They, really? It's like a parade. They were in Texas. They were outside of Dallas. Um, Conspiracy. The, the Rangers, yeah. So. so now we know what that halo's for on the Angels' unis. What did you think it was for before? It was I a didn't big know. question mark yeah. for you? It was yeah. a mystery. Angels, what is that circle? Mm -hmm. No idea. It's mysterious. Uh, who else died? Uh, the Hefty Lefty. Uh, Who's that? Jared Lorenzen, former University of Kentucky Wildcat, Kay. blue team rowdy, uh, died at 38. Man. He was Super Bowl champion, uh, Super Bowl 42 champion. Uh, Kentucky Mr. Football, 1998, Rowdy. What were you doing in 98? Wow, he's a big guy. Yeah. yeah. That's why he's called the Hefty so Lefty. So it's... Uh, had nothing to do with that, by the way. We don't know that. He was... Second team All-SEC. Mm -hmm. So what happened to him? Kentucky Mr. Football. Yeah. 
He died. I think he had a he had an infection. He was also Yikes. having issues with kidney failure and liver failure. He stepped on a jungle nail. The greatest thing about Jared Lorenzen, besides the fact that he can throw a football seventy yards in the air, <laughs> yeah, cannon, yeah, is that he has a he had, for an arm. He had, had the best nicknames in sports. Agreed. Through some of them. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's roll. The round mound of touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> the hefty lefty, which we yeah. mentioned. Uh, Pils- the Pillsbury throw boy. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> the abominable throw man. Oh. Are you serious? All these are yeah, real? It's getting better. My One of my favorites is B- BBQ, which stands for big beefy quarterback. <laughs> uh, I think those are those some of my favorites. Yeah. Did I miss any, Reed? Mr. Lorenzen. Mr. Lorenzen. Yeah. yeah. So, no, he, I think we're good. Yeah. R.I.P. He this was is yeah. sad. He's more of a he's more of a uh, hey remember this guy than he is an actual like sports legend in yeah. in a statistical sense. I think he was SAC. Uh, he did have a fifty percent completion rate in the NFL. He was four for eight. Is he got into two games. Complete, oh, fifty <laughs> percent completion means like you completely you know played two means. games <laughs> no 50 percent completion means you've completed 50 percent of your passes it means someone caught it oh yeah well that's on them not you right? sometimes it's on them sometimes it's on you it depends <laughs> rowdy would be a great quarterback look he dropped it every time <laughs> yeah there was a story by 10 yards uh, over his head dropped it there was a story by uh, a journalist john boys for sb nation he actually wa- went to high school in kentucky and his high school team played uh, Jared Lorenzen's high school team in the oh. championship, and he said, um, "They well, first off, Lorenzen won fifty-six to three because he <laughs> said they pulled up there at the, in the fourth quarter and oh, stopped man. scoring. Uh, that's also when he threw the seventy-yard bomb to the to the end zone, and to to your point, Rowdy, the wide receiver dropped the ball, oh. so it wasn't yeah. that it was inaccurate. I feel like they should." probably take a closer look at the like add some caveat to the to the, the well, way Well there's like a drop that. ball rate dropped ball rate. Yeah. That they keep track like of. Yeah, hard but do hit they rate. subtract that from the guys No. Incom- what do you call it? Incomplete? Incompletion percentage. Incompletion rate rating. Yeah. yeah. Well I'm something. Write a letter, buddy. Okay. Get out there. Put pen to paper. Like a condolence talk, letter? <laughs> talk to that too. That too. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's definitely what Dear I meant. Dear Hefty Lefty's family. Yeah. So, uh, well, that's, that's kinda, too bad. It's a big loss. It's a big loss. He comes yeah. up from time to time. No it's pun intended. Large, it is hey, a large no laughing loss. over there. Large I mean, loss. Yeah. It is a great way to start this podcast, though. <laughs> Oversized loss. What else we got? Keep uh, going. Let's talk about the Western States Endurance Race, a thing I know nothing about. Me neither. So the 2019 Western States Endurance Race was uh, last weekend. It's a 100-mile race, foot race. Is that mm-hmm. an ultra marathon? It is an ultra marathon uh, from Squaw Valley, California to Auburn, California. Beautiful. Jim Walmsley. So it's a Western State yes. Endurance Race. Yes, it actually started as a horse race. Oh. The, the legend is that the first man to complete this on foot was in 1974. He went to enter the race. Uh, but he could not afford a horse, so he just decided to run it. So they've Whoa. been running it since 1977, but the first wow. person to complete it on foot was in 1974. And now there's no horses? Now there's no horses. I feel like they should still do a horse version in it. But there's a beautiful glue Human factory version. in Squall Valley now. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's a state of the art. Yeah. Sticks to everything. Uh, Jim Walmsley won it for the men in just over 14 hours. Get it, Jim. Uh, that's 100 miles in 14 hours, guys. Wow, Think I about can't that. do that eight, math. Eight and a half minute miles. 
for 14 hours. Good grief. And on the women's side, uh, Claire Gallagher won it in uh, the second fastest time ever, around 17 and a half hours. Uh, it was actually kind of a photo finish. Um, the second place... Uh, woman, I just forgot her name, came in about 10 minutes later. She came up on her in the 92nd mile in the dark because it starts at 6am, so they were running through the night. There's um, probably mountain lions too. Yeah, Without well, doubt. The, the trophy is a mountain lion. Oh. You get a cougar. Wow, yeah, That's cool. So they were running in the dark and uh, so the, the second second place uh, runner, she turned off her headlamp and just started running in the dark behind her to try and catch up to her. Caught up to her at the 92nd mile. And oh, from like there, went stealth mode. Yeah, from there it was just basically like a foot race. Um, well, it was a foot race the whole time, actually. Uh, it was a it was a sprint to the finish, the last seven and a half miles. So sprint, yeah. I'm a big Claire Gallagher fan. I'm not going to lie to you. Okay. In 2016, she won the Leadville 100 while um, eating uh, icing at every like frosting. What? Is she redheaded? She is not redheaded. Oh, I saw a documentary about somebody that does this, and the amount of stuff they eat on their breaks is insane. Yeah, yeah. It's so like just like rolled a up tube with of bacon. And yeah, yeah. She would just oh, have like a tub of frosting, just, and she would oh, just eat it oh, for for the calories, for God. the sugar. Yeah, man. So she was not pro. She what flavor? I, good question. Yeah. I always imagine vanilla with sprinkles. With or sprinkles, no? yeah, like the rainbow like kind. Confetti cake sprinkles. Yeah. yeah. What do you think, Rowdy? I'll allow it. We I'm probably, just imagining she's probably vomiting this up, though, at some point. No, she That's burned awful. it off. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. She sprints seven miles. Do you think yeah. she, uh, when she's not running, do you think she likes cake? Because I bet I she know. doesn't. I have also mm. seen her uh, put a whole bag of tortilla chips in a bowl. Mm-hmm. And then pour milk over it and oh, eat it. Oh, what? Cereal. What? Which I have no almost tried. No wonder you like her. This which is, I that's al- your kind of meal. I know. I've almost tried this, this a couple is times she's with running? Hot Cheetos. This I've, is while she's milk? running? No, this is like her pre-race meal. Oh, She God. wants the salt and she wants the calories. Yeah. What kind of milk on Flamin' Hot Cheetos? <laughs> Chocolate? Strawberry? Oh, soy. Just soy. Vanilla soy. It's got mm. a good. It's got a good viscosity. Yeah. A good consistency Vanilla soy to is it. a very good cereal. Yeah. Milk. Yeah. But it'll soak too much up the hot, estrogen the in soy milk, right? Flaming mm. hot, man. Yeah. So um, um, can you imagine that milk after oh. you get all the flaming hots oh. out of there and you're just chugging that? <laughs> Rowdy, Delicious. The, read the one you're probably thinking about. Courtney DeWalter. She's yes. the one. She's the one who looks like she's wearing bi- uh, like basketball shorts. Yeah. 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 So she had to drop out. She would drop out around like around oh. mile like seventy five, mile eighty. Yeah. She's awesome. She's amazing. Yeah. You would like her, Rowdy. She takes pizzas, rolls them up, eats them. Mm-hmm. Snickers bars, which is funny because they already ha- they already have that product. It's called pizza rolls. You don't have to roll up the pizza. Totino's will do it but for you. But those can be very hot. <laughs> yeah, yes. they are like molten and they, they explode in your mouth. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Do you think that been there? <laughs> there we, can I also say something? Yeah, uh, we we just started. We're talking about an endurance race, and the first food. thing that you talk yeah. about is what they eat. We're food adjacent. Yeah, I joined this podcast because you guys told me it was going to be a food podcast. <laughs> So, what, well, what was it your kind question? of is. What's your Do you question? think that these people, these people get into eating weird stuff because they race, or do you think <laughs> they race because th- they eat This weird is stuff. just a uh, just a side effect of having. They a have weird to diet. race like this to burn the calories right. off of all the weird stuff they eat. So somebody at some point in their life looked at them and said, you're going to keep eating like that. You need to run 100 you need to miles, run 100 run miles run at once. Yeah, run it off. Take a lap around the block. And then they're like, oh, I You can, I can have actually, all the cake you want, but you, I can have actually to, keep going. you have to do wind sprints. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. 
you know, I'm going to go ahead and disagree with that. Theory. Sure, you can eat, you can eat your 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 body of, weight and pizza rolls. You can eat your bowl of cereal chips, but you're going to have you're going to have real to, talk. You're going you, to do you really think that sounds seasoned? Let's show of hands. Who thinks that sounds disgusting? No one can see hands on a podcast. I can. I can see visual hands. aids. Okay, so most people are everybody else fine with it. We're yeah? split down okay, the middle. Yeah. yeah, we're fine with it. All right. Now, if it was bugles, <laughs> that sounds good. Yeah, bugles, is bugles is basically bugles is basically cereal. We got any lime it's, dust on these chips or anything? Just, they're just plain. Yeah, they're just chips. a plain flour tortilla. Chip. Are they round or the triangle? They're kind? the triangle kind, but okay. it doesn't matter. As soon as you pour the milk getting, over it, you're, this is getting better. You're, you know how you do with like shredded wheat, where you just start like chopping at it, kind of break it up a little bit. I'm yeah, sure. That's what about? Uh, yeah. It's like it's a full size restaurant chip. What about the cinnamon sugar pita chips? That would be uh, a good. We're getting crazy here. That just sounds like cinnamon toast crunch. Exactly. That's delicious. We're on to something. All right. What else we got? Uh, well, so Reed woke up at seven fifteen this morning to come here, but that was after he stayed up till after two a.m. watching Wimpleton. So I Reed, did watch Wimpleton. You want to talk about uh, Wimpleton? Well, Wimpleton no longer considers Venus a planet, so she's out. Uh, she got beat by. Uh, like they don't. Is that a fat joke? No. Venus oh. Williams got beat by Coco Goff, who is a fifteen-year-old. Uh, prodigy phenom phenom wow she's good um and she won last night i stayed up late watching her last night she beat uh ribarkova ribarkova we got to work up to that straight set six three six three um serena's still in but wimpleton's awesome so that's all i got was it worth staying up sure all right what's your prediction um, I don't think the Williams sisters are going to win. Well, we know one isn't. Um, <laughs> well, that's true. I'll get, Madison Keys got beat I'll straight give you 100 to 1 that <laughs> yeah. Venus Williams doesn't the, win. The uh, American <laughs> women aren't looking hot. Uh, Madison Keys got beat last night, too. So I have no predictions because I don't know who the rest of these people are. What about the men's side? What are we looking at over there? Uh, clicking. Same. Efforting. <laughs> uh, same old, same old. Federer's still in it. Mm-hmm. Sangha's still in it. Uh, unfortunately, Isner is still in it. I ha- What's your deal against him? I don't like tall American tennis players. Oh, because I've, I've explained this before. Two out of three. It's so too I just many uh, tie breaks. Because they you can't break them. Because they're serving from like eight and a half feet high mm-hmm. at 125 miles an hour. And the bounce off of the serve is like five foot two in the air. Mm-hmm. So nobody can break them. and But they can't break anybody else because they can't move the court move on the court so it's just tie break after tie break it's forever look i mean that sounds exciting tie break would you rather just have blowouts yes okay it's really like a true bama fan six zero six zero let's get this done let's get a match over in an hour and 45 kind of like this pod (laughs) 45 minutes longer than we wanted to go all right anything else about wimpleton nope keep watching it's good this year it's super hot dome's closed That's what I got. Reporting live here, eating strawberries, watching Wimpleton. I'm out. Strawberries and greens. hotter than hell. (laughs) All right. Uh, Headline number four. Cap claps back and another flag flap. (laughs) What? (laughs) I wrote that headline. No, man. It doesn't make a lot of sense, but I wanted it it to rhyme. Cap clap. So Nike had uh, planned on putting out a specialty shoe for the 4th of July. I don't know who's buying these shoes. That's probably a different podcast. Yeah, they're ugly shoes. They're terrible-looking shoes. A lot of of companies do this. I get 
I wouldn't say I get the running shoe thing, but if you're going to run in a fun run and you have 140 extra dollars to blow, then okay, fine. Buy 140 some custom, bucks? custom shoes. I'm sure they're more than that. I'm just talking this, about like Brooks does it, Ultra does it, the, other companies uh, do it. The picture I saw of them with the Betsy Ross flag on the heel, it wasn't even straight. Dude, I haven't even talked about the Betsy Ross flag yet. Sorry, blew, that, blew up. that up. So they put a Betsy Ross flag on it, which apparently you know wasn't even straight. what the Betsy Ross flag yeah. is, Rowdy? 13 stars in, in a circle. Well, yeah, there you go, in a formation. Yeah. yeah. Um, which was the right after the Revolutionary War? I don't know when this flag was, but it was early America, which uh, to a lot of people symbolizes revolutionary period. the oppression yeah. um, and ownership of uh, blacks in this country. So obviously, well, well so we're, that's before. Part you're of, talking about part Civil of what War, the, aren't you? What? Yeah. So, no. so what the what the problem is is here we go. This is why Kaepernick said that he was against this. It's because there have been some uh, white supremacist movements and, oh, and, and quote unquote uh, patriot movements or militia groups who have been appropriating the Betsy Ross flag, and so Kaepernick was opposed to you using that flag because of those associations but i got a problem with that like i i I think this is i think it's dumb like which part the the canceling the shoes and 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 uh letting political climate we live in well it's i to me i feel like this is another example of letting the racists have of the win the yeah have the have the flag have the symbol because we already had it where you know the dumbest of boomers took over the uh, don't tread on me flag which is a cool flag very cool flag uh, yeah, too bad. but, yeah. but that now over, that yeah. that's been tainted because of the dumbest groups of boomers uh, appropriating that pretty much if you if you see one of those on a car you know or flying in front of a house you know this is a dumb boomer um, <laughs> that's but and so now we're just gonna let them have the the uh, 13 Betsy star flag, flag which is arguably better looking flag than the current American flag I think but I like circles that's your professional opinion yeah as a designer yeah, circles are great okay yeah. um, so I, I mean I get it but but even um, uh, the so you're saying like the okay symbol that people use that should be yeah, yeah that's that appropriate okay. too I right make, I still make that too so the anti the anti well, defamation yeah, we know. Know all about rowdy I mean I, know. We know. I just think we gotta stop letting people take the symbols like uh, you sound like that it, guy in California that was putting all the swastikas all over his house and he's like it's just a cool because he was a Buddhist a cool or Hindu but or whatever it's just really neat I really like but it but that's it's an example symbol. of where we the, the, it is an appropriate you, symbol when you too, let yeah. it when you let I mean yeah the, yeah, the Nazis. The Nazis basically, they completely co-opted that symbol. Right. But what I'm saying is, we should not let that happen to other to other symbols. So, what's your solution? We all buy these shoes and we wear even, them. But no, because the shoes are ugly. But I'm just saying, like, <laughs> that's why they should have canceled the shoe because yeah. it was a terrible shoe. Yeah. I um, also think they should have canceled it because of the flag. I don't think we need to. That. Yes, we declared our independence, but it's also a dark time in our history um, I can't look at that flag without associating it to like the founding fathers slain of ownership the idea of we the people only meaning white people any of that 
Like I can't disassociate those two things. I wouldn't. It's a terrible shoe. I wasn't going to buy means, it. But when I see so that, that when I see '76 and those things, I can't disassociate that time, that era, with um, the uh, institutional racism that comes along with it. Well, what about the current institutional racism? Like, that, like that we didn't. Either. We didn't. So Do you see any of us in this room? No. Red, red, white, and blue. Besides Tyler. Your hat. Your hat. Yeah, you have you, red, white, and blue on your hat. But it's a Canadian hat. It's a Canadian oh, yeah. hat. Right. The Winnipeg Whips. Okay. Thank you, sir. So no, I I think which one, they did their own genocide. Yeah, I don't I don't wear flags. I haven't worn a flag since I left the the Boy Scouts. If I see anything, I'm like flag um, it. Put a flag on it. Flag it. Maybe rephrase that. No. Um, oh, I hear it now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Explain. Well, moving on. Uh, I will say. I, I think that it is funny that there's all of this uproar over uh, over the flags on shoes when, uh, like, because they're going to be touching the ground. You're literally, what? Yeah, you're literally touching the ground. That that's that's one thing that I think is kind of funny is the hypocrisy over. And you look around on the Fourth of July, people wearing flag stuff all Bikinis over the place. And yeah, exactly. But then people get upset about you know kneeling during the anthem. Tanks. Like I'm I'm all on board with with Kaepernick for that. I just think to me this is a non-issue, and this is also just an example of letting letting the racists win. It doesn't have to be a racist symbol. Um, you know. The don't tread on me flag doesn't have to be a, a, a symbol for dumb boomers, uh, but we let them have it. So um, I don't know. Was anybody else using it though? What we should have been. It's a cool flag. It's a really a cool cut flag. Cut up snake. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a talking snake that's all chopped up. Yeah, it's wild. And each each section is is one of the uh, colonies. Like colonies, right? Labeled. Yeah. yeah. Now you guys. Uh, the only thing I'm thinking of is what is the. What is the name of the study of flags? Uh, Flo- no, not numismatics. Flo- well, Flo- no, flagology. I uh, sidebar. Oh, you guys we for were the last on bar. <laughs> yeah, definitely. We were definitely on brand mm-hmm. for sure. Uh, the last two weeks, you guys have been hosting. Yeah. Uh, one thing you guys brought into the pod, which I really appreciate. Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Yes. Yeah. I don't feel so bad. Wikipedia things. Yeah. Wikipedia you sh- you things. It's, while we're it's vexillology, vexillology. By the way. Yeah. Uh, what's the what's the uh, what's the study of snake flags? What? V- vexilloherpetology. <laughs> What else That's a got? new science just I just started. Yeah, move let's on. Let's, move just, on. Roll, let's rolling. just keep rolling. All right. So since we've been talking about uh, this this colonial era, I thought it would be interesting to look at maybe some sports according to the founding fathers. I think we need to get back to basics and uh, and maybe play sports the way the founding fathers uh, intended. Um, so well, with no women or people of color, could I'm be assuming. interesting. Continue. All right. So. <laughs> Uh, a little background. So back in the Puritan days, sports were uh, definitely frowned upon. So a lot of the New England colonies, uh, people liked to play sports, and there were a lot of different sports that 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 people played. But uh, <laughs> what are you? But you are you are stalling for something. People well, I was trying to, I was trying to, I was trying to, I was trying to find this quote. Moving. So here's an example Scrolling. of here's Scrolling. an example of the Puritans' Buffering. feelings about sports. So uh, this was uh, a Puritan named F- uh, Philip Stubbs uh, talking about football, which oh, back Phil then Stubbs. was sort of soccer combined with rugby. Um, he said, "Now who is so grossly blind that see it not that these aforesaid exercises not only withdraw us from godliness and virtue, but also hail and allure us to wickedness and sin? 
For as concerning football playing, I protest unto you that it may rather be called a friendly game or a friendly kind of fight than a play or recreation, a bloody and murdering practice than a fellowly sport or pastime. That, that why, felt, is he, why is Phil so angry? Yeah, didn't follow. Well, so this, this is also the era, era of the honor duel, correct? Is that a sport? Dueling? Could be. Sure, that's a sport. Blood sport. I'll, I'll, I'll take it. Great film, by the way. Uh, so then, skipping ahead to the First Continental Congress, this was when this was before we had declared our independence. So this was October twentieth, seventeen seventy four, at the First Continental Congress, which was attended by George Washington and both John and Samuel Adams, among others. Uh, basically, they were writing to the king and saying, "Hey, we're your loyal subjects, but." Uh, we don't really like the system that you've set up here. So basically, we're not going to buy anything from you and we're not going to export anything to you. Uh, but in addition to that, they said uh, that they will encourage frugality, economy, and industry and promote agriculture, arts, and manufacturers of this country. Uh, and uh, they will discountenance and discourage every species of extravagance and dissipation, especially all horse racing, all kinds of gaming, cockfighting, exhibitions of shows, plays, and other expensive diversions and entertainments. So, back then, they were saying, we're not going to play sports. Um, so, that was that was kind of how the Founding Fathers intended it. So, I think... Because it, they see it as frivolous and yeah. British? Mm-hmm. Huh. So... So, don't do that. Are you pitching us on no sports? I'm saying... He's proving we get, his point. We He's been get, working yeah, on we for should, years. We should get back to... <laughs> we should get back to no sports. Frivolous. We should get back to our puritanical roots. <laughs> we'd be we'd be podcasting from a Mars colony right now if we didn't have sports. If we could focus our energy on more important things. I see. You see, you're getting a lot of traction over would here. Would you go on this to Mars at the table? Would yeah. you go to Mars, Rowdy? Yeah. Snoop, would you go to Mars? No. Peanut Gallery. How many nah. would go to Mars? I go to Mars. Yeah. Two of the three ain't bad. Uh, no way, Mike. Would you go to Mars? Yeah, I'm with you. I want to go outside. <laughs> yeah, it's way too hot to go to Mars. Are yeah. you kidding me? No. That's pretty hot in here. Well, I got to say, the... So you think the Founding Fathers had it right. Well, to be Which fair... Which is why you want the flag shoes. I don't want you, the flag shoes. I think it's dumb to wear the flag. Um, I just think we should just not let the bad guys win. Um, and the bad guys are the sportsmans. I should also... I should also qualify the Founding Fathers' dislike of sports uh, to say that during the Revolutionary War, George Washington actually did encourage games like bowling, cricket, field hockey, fives, which is handball, and certain forms of football, basically to let the soldiers get exercise and uh, take a break from, from the war. And then after the Revolution, uh, Basically, the sentiment against sports began to disappear. So yeah, I didn't. I mean, the Civil War was like the start of baseball. Well, actually, John Adams uh, used to play baseball. So he was he used to play uh, bat and ball in Boston, uh, which was it's a forerunner to thing, to baseball. Um, so I don't know. So the so the tides turned pretty quickly, but I think it would be interesting. See what if, he did there. Mm-hmm. A little shout out, roll tide. Mm. That, sure, <laughs> they can have that. Um, so I don't know. This is interesting. Yeah. But George Washington 
was known as a as most a, of the a big most sports of the, sportsman. But most of the sports they mentioned were with animals. Well, hunting. Well, they said I mean, they horse sportsmen. racing and cockfighting. Yeah, they they did a lot of that. Um, oh, you're talking about in the Continental Congress? Yeah, the, the well, they letter said you all read. kinds of gaming. Right. Um, like gambling, and, like and cards, any other expensive diversions and entertainments, which what about I would wrestling? take to assume. Yeah, I'd take any of that to okay. assume sports. Well, go ahead and go ahead and well, disagree with them about to, that. Too. They had a lot to do. Maybe it's because sports is more about a uh, settled, structured society, and Thanks. they were not. So they had other things to do That's besides well, games. So they, you know, horse racing and then hunting on horses. All that was That's pretty the big. King George sports. Washington loved that, but king sport. This is where Thomas Jefferson Sport differed from Washington because he thought that uh, the taming of horses had led to a degeneracy of the human body. And so he preferred uh, running, walking for exercise. He's a Western States guy. He uh, he liked mental uh, mental uh, challenges like uh-huh. chess and backgammon and a game known as cross and pile. And taking all the magic uh, out of the Bible. Well, also that. He also did he that. He wrote his own Bible, mm-hmm. too. Um, that they love to swim. That These guys seems as swim. frivolous as anything else. Like, why are you? But you're not building like cabins and things. But think about how much time Kicking you, you had in the 18th land. century. You weren't on your phone. You weren't watching TV. But that's what they're saying is they don't even have enough time for. But you don't even have working. Yeah, you don't even have enough time to play sports. No, you got to write some laws. Mm. You got to learn how to. Uh, you you got to write three different constitutions. Mm. Fine. Right. I'm not going back there. You're not going back no, there? No, that's you what the learn how represents to me. You have to focus on oppressing large populations of people. Right. You don't have a lot of extra right. time. These people ain't going to oppress themselves. Nope. Got it. Well, they probably will if left to their own doings, but... What else you got? That's it. I mean, I could, I could tell you what some other founding fathers uh, enjoyed for, as, as far as sports go. Who um, are some of the other founding fathers that weighed in on sports? Well... Madison? Uh, so we got, yeah, James Madison. He also liked intellectual sports. Uh, he actually, uh, he was a, uh, I don't, I wouldn't consider this a sport, but he, one of his favorite pastimes was bird watching. Not a sport. Ornithology. Yeah, we, so, it, man, we got a whole list of things we got to put on the, uh, on the quadrant. Bird watching. Bird watching. Yeah, we were racing. talking about something last week that I didn't know how we were going to plot it. We're not going to do this again, Papa. Yeah. But I don't, you remember, don't remember what it was. We're not going back to nope. it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Benjamin Franklin, he actually... He actually wrote in his autobiography. He was there was a lot of social pressure to not uh, be involved in sports. Some of those like puritanical roots, um, and so he actually said that uh, uh, he was seen at no places of idle diversion. I never went a fishing or shooting. I never went a fishing or shooting. He did love swimming. And but love in, a beer uh, on my tailgate. In 1724, <laughs> when he went to London to study printing, he invented the tailgate. He uh, stripped down and jumped into the Thames. And uh, and, pronounced and and swam from near Chelsea to Blackfriars, performing on the way many feats of activity, both upon and underwater, that surprised and pleased those to whom they were novelties. Feats which, of activity. I'm wondering. Allow me God. to illustrate my feats of activity my, under the water. My guess is though that they were not necessarily surprised by his uh, technique. I'm guessing they were probably surprised that Benjamin Franklin his was, was naked in the Thames. Yeah. <laughs> And no one else was willy nilly about. He yeah. got syphilis all up in that river. 
I don't know if that's what? how you get. <laughs> I don't think you get syphilis from rivers. He gave unless the rivers unless syphilis. you're in Florida. Florida, then you don't even have to touch the yeah, water. Yeah, Florida. Yeah, and you got crypto. Yeah, yeah. All right, are we done? That's all I got. <laughs> Thank you. Um, what else, man? I like history, Next. and that was long. <laughs> all right, so moving up to beautiful Fort Wayne, Indiana. Fort Wayne, Indiana. Uh, where the International Blind Sports Federation's international qualifiers have been uh, happening. So, uh, goalball and judo. You guys know about goalball? No, No. tell us about goalball. All right, so goalball is a... You're the one who definitely wrote this. This headline, so... Goalball is a sport that was created in the 40s to help rehabilitate visually impaired World War II veterans. Ah. Uh, but it's it's a team sport. So it's a socialist sport. There's two, uh-huh. there's two teams of three, and they throw a ball that has bells inside, and they try to throw it into the opponent's goal. Uh, they always throw by hand, never kick, and they use ear-hand coordination and try to oh. stop the ball. So That's a lot cool. of times you'll see the defenders laying like stretched out across the goal and so they'll listen and try to try to block the block the ball. And because it's not necessarily like you don't have to be fully blind to be visually impaired. They oh, so all wear eye patches oh. with eye masks over. To so level everyone the yeah. Um, they actually have there are like touch strips on the court. So before they before they throw the ball or roll the ball into the opponent's goal, they can actually touch to like line up their shot. Um, oh. But it's pretty fascinating to Is watch. Is this indoor or outdoor? It's indoor. Are you going to show us a video? Um, you have visual no. aid. Mm. No, you'll have to just imagine it. Close your eyes. Okay. I'm definitely <laughs> Put closing yourself my eyes. in it. Yeah. yeah. Ding, 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 ding. So where is this happening in Fort Wayne? Is this happening right this now? Is, this is in Fort Wayne. Is so they, judo just judo, but you have to be touching at all times? I don't know how blind judo works. Um, but the goal ball qualifiers, the, they had some events yesterday. Uh, yesterday the, being Wednesday? The, yes. The U.S. men's team uh, bounced back from their opening game loss against Ukraine to win two uh, Pool B wins. Um, and the women's team, the U.S. beat Canada 9-2 to strengthen their position in Pool yeah. Y. Um, so Why? We're all the way down to Pool Y? America. The, uh, the quarter- Is there not qualifiers for this qualifying match? What's that? Pool Y? It's a process, man. That's 25 pools. Maybe they start with, like, T. <laughs> sure. I don't know how it works. <laughs> Who knows? It's just the vowels. <laughs> yeah. So, the quarterfinals and braille. placement games <laughs> yeah. are going to be taking place on July 8th. And then, uh, on July 9th, they'll have the medal matches. And the top two teams in each gender will get to compete in Tokyo for the 2020 oh. Olympics. Whoa, it's going to be in the... Or like so there's only two Olympics. teams in the whole thing? So this is basically their, their World Cup, yeah, this their, their biggest event. Yeah. So the qualifiers are qualifying for to, to go one to match mm-hmm. in the Olympics. Yep. Only two teams. Yep. But you're in the finals. Who are you playing against? I don't know, The man. other team. <laughs> Thanks, Reed. It's you're the top welcome. two teams for each gender, so yeah. Yeah, so but we'll everybody see, but else is there. If they're like playing Ukraine, they're playing everybody, and they have they go all the way to Y with pool, assuming mm-hmm. that they're using all the letters. Yeah, they're of the all alphabet. here. They're all in Fort Wayne, Finland, Lithuania. There's like 81 countries that have goalball teams. So they're who's not? Fort Wayne right what now. country is not in this tournament? I guess I'm is guessing my question. North Korea. Okay, that's a good point. But Iran, they're not going to be in the Olympics anyway. Yemen. You think? Do you want yeah. us to just 
one UAE yeah, you want to just start naming countries I'm I can guess Venezuela. all the countries that probably don't have women's teams alright cool I get it now thanks guys sorry I asked <laughs> no the question <laughs> hey you guys want to talk home run derby sure woo <laughs> And it's, it's the greatest uh, tournament that we have all year. I hit dingers. Eight men enter, one leaves as the home run derby champion. They kill hey. him? Yep. <laughs> yeah. On the field. That's Is that why what they derby have the means? It's very yeah. high stakes. Like how they kill the horses at the end of the horse derbies. So have you guys seen who's in this thing this year? No. no. Not at all. Okay. The number one seed, Christian Yelich, coming in Ugh. with 31 home runs. I'm so tired of that guy. Number two, Pete Alonzo. From the New York Metropolitans, he has 28 home runs. Number three, my boy Josh Bell with 25 home runs from the Pittsburgh Pirates. Number four, Alex Bregman from the Houston Astros, 22 home runs. Number five, Jacques Peterson, like 20 that, home dude. runs. Half time plays half the time. Well, yeah. not a little more than half the time. It's dingers. They've been playing. He's been playing first base lately. Number six, Ronald Acuna Jr. with 20 home runs out of the uh, team in Atlanta, the Atlanta Braves. Number seven. Carlos Santana. Yeah, boy. Team from For Cleveland. Real? Team from Cleveland. Not different. Oh, Carlos Santana. We've done this. We've done this. He bats with his ass. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, I feel like we've covered this before. He's the hometown favorite because they are playing in Cleveland this year. Cleveland. Cleveland. Yep. And number eight, the one, the only, Junior. Vladimir Guerrero oh, did Jr. Did make it? Yeah. Oh. Coming in with a whopping eight home runs. What do you have to do to get yeah, into what's this? What's the deal with you that? You have to say, Power Hammer. Hey, I want in that. Really? And that's MLB it? has to say, sure. Yeah. That's the whole process. It's kind of silly. Really? Yeah. 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 You don't. They don't. They don't have to get like the top home runners. No. Of <laughs> the leagues. No. No. It's not the top. The home leagues. Hey guys, it's two leagues. It's two leagues. What kind yeah. of home runner is that guy? <laughs> yeah. Is he a good home runner? Yeah. Does he home run a lot? Uh, Who's your home favorite? Ran. Who, home ran. Who's your uh, favorite, Rowdy? Who's your horse? Well, I'm going with Carlos Santana. Yeah. Because he's the hometown favorite? That's or right. Because he's... That's the he's only just, name you said that I now, remember. <laughs> Carlos Santana also is pretty high up in walks. Do, does that count in the home run derby? Can you walk? You cannot walk. Okay. No. There's no walking. So it's a... Yeah. Uh, it's a one-on-one tournament, basically. Like it's a, it's an actual bracket. So one versus eight, four versus five. So first round, Christian Yelich is going up against Junior, Bregman against Peterson, Alonzo versus Santana. That's the one you guys want to watch. Two yep. versus seven. Josh Bell, Ronald Acuna Jr. Who's your favorite, Snoop? Josh Bell. You think? Yeah, I think Josh. What Bell. kind of hitters park is Cleveland? It's a good hitters park. Short, short fence. Short fence. Okay. Yep. It should be a hot one. So good humidity. The ball likes to carry. Like it. I like Josh Bell. His because uh, he's had like two of the top five longest home runs this year. His top distance four hundred and seventy three feet. That's a long, long way. That is long. Exit velocity of one sixteen point two miles per hour. So I like him. I like him coming out of the bottom of the bracket, and then he'll probably meet the uh, old Yelly there from the Brewers. Yeah, he's good. But he's I love good. it, man. I love the I love the home you run derby. You got two of those guys on your Roto team. Yeah, just two, just two this year. Jeez, I love the home run derby. It's just so much it fun. Is fun. It's like I it, like it, it takes you back to to being a kid and just well, not you, Rowdy, probably, but no. playing playing home run derby in the backyard, smashing dongs. Where you're just smashing dongs out in Cleveland, smashing dongs, going to Dong City. People just go nuts. Oh, I think all the players love watching it because you're just watching a bunch of beefy baseball boys slap the slap Very dongs. Very good beefy just baseball tater boys. Tater after tater. Just donging it. I think, I mean, honestly, I would yeah. much rather watch that than a real baseball game. 
Mm-hmm. I know you would. That's what's great. And the winner gets $250,000 from Major League Baseball because these guys are hurting, hurting for cash. I have another event that they I think they should do. Well, okay. So this is called the... Let's see. I'm already laughing. <laughs> the line... The what line, is it called? The line drive, dive to survive. Okay? Where you're blindfolded. <laughs> so we could, we could play this two ways. One... Okay, you basically take the what do you call it where they bat? What's that place called? Batter's box. Home base. <laughs> home plate. <laughs> home plate. Yeah. Home plate, but you set up two home plates on either side of the field, okay? Okay. Yeah. This is getting weird, okay. but I like it. You have, I, no, I actually like where this is okay, going. Okay, you have yeah. two So pitch- like one in the outfield, one where it normally is. Yes, and okay. you have two pitchers on the pitcher's mound. Line drive, dive to survive. Yeah, yeah and okay, then gotcha. the the pitchers Registered each face trademark. their players and they they're, pitch they're players. and both both batters have to hit their ball at the same time and the pitchers obviously dive to survive oh <laughs> and the two batters are trying to hit a line drive to try to hit the, the other, other batter <laughs> yes it's not it's terrible not a bad idea yeah. Yeah. That. so that. question yeah, for sure uh, is this on a traditional ball diamond? You'd have to, or is this in like a corridor? Uh, like there's walls that are high, maybe it's like, on a highlight court, like a highlight court exactly. I think like we, could, I think we How, could rig up. I think we'd have to rig it up in major league stadiums. How so that, big? Okay, how long is this corridor? It's the line drive. The hot distance dog. from the uh, home base to the pitcher's mound. Sixty-six and a third. Yeah. Doubled. Okay. Equidistant okay. from the pitcher's mound. Okay. So there's one one pitcher's mound, but it's like a long pitcher's mound, or are they no, just, they're or is just it, is it a back, wide rubber? They're literally back to back. both standing. It's a wide rubber. Well, because they yeah, they're back to back. Okay. Most pitchers throw right-handed, right? No. No. What? <laughs> I mean, technically, yes, most do, but okay. it's not like right-handers in, in the rest of the United States, where it's just there the majority. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um... But that should matter. Yeah, I mean, most of these guys are either they have if like, they're back a to friend back, or a dad you want or the same hand. Oh right? man, I hope if Josh Bell's back, dad. Is then you the won't pitcher. run into each other. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So back to back, and yeah, I, I don't. So I would say one long rubber, and you're pitching on two different sides of the rubber. Oh, instead of so back you're to back, back to back, but you're you're actually on the same Offset. like set. Oh like yeah. Lateral. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, because the main thing is you want the guys to try to hit each other with the ball. And you just have to, that's the point you of the game. You just have to throw, like, heavy sinkers so their line drives all the time. Yeah. You, you can't yeah. throw, like, anything that's going to get popped yeah. up. No cheese. The, yeah. other, the other way you could do this, this is a variation. You, you have a... <laughs> no, a, Rowdy, <laughs> what you're describing is already a variation. Yeah. <laughs> so you have a traditional baseball diamond. You have your pitcher. Your pitcher throws the ball he dives and then you have a full baseball team lined up between second and third base that's the this part right the curved part rowdy has his hands in the air right now yeah it's like this yeah first first yeah first to third yeah so from first to third you have the baseball team there's not even enough people on a baseball team to to line up from home to first or home to third how many people are on a baseball team 25 we get the manager out there too 26 okay (laughs) that's enough and then he's already dressed for it and then the the batter's the batter's goal is to try to take out as many of those people as possible who do you have signing up 
up for this? Well, we could do it with registered sex offenders. <laughs> <laughs> and just let the let the chips fall where they may. They just pull the paddy wagon out of the outfield. Yeah. All right, boys. Yeah. Everybody, line up. I mean, I have no sympathy. Take it off, boss. Take it off. Take it off, there, Lube. All right. Well, so, all right. I don't know. Maybe in 2020. Never. <laughs> yeah. That's true. They are coming it's just up. Just a for, bunch of guys getting out of The CBA is it's... coming up. This we should be. This should be mentioned because there's no real skills competition. This sounds yeah. like a skills yeah, competition. Accuracy and hatred of sex offenders. <laughs> Consistency is like the two oh, key like ingredients. It. All right, well, so what I just learned is the home run derby is now my second favorite yeah. baseball activity. Is this is called the line drive dive to survive. <laughs> Love it. We need shirts and hats <laughs> and maybe like you hand out ankle bracelets to all the fans <laughs> yeah. like a bobblehead. Yeah. First ten thousand fans get yeah. an ankle bracelet. We get an ankle bracelet. Commemorative ankle bracelet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We want to know where you are at all times. Yeah. And we're going to need to register your address on this <laughs> yeah. map. Yeah. Put, put, the pin in, put the pin in the map. You, all yeah. you would have to there's, only, there's a very small portion of the viewing area where children are even allowed to sit. <laughs> this is, like the this far is, corners. This is dark, oh, man. I know, I man. I love it so yeah. much. All right. What else we got? You guys want to talk uh, World Cup Finals? Sure thing. Keeping on, uh, on theme here with the 4th of July, we have two monster colonial powers going at it here. USA versus Netherlands. Uh, that's orange versus red, red, white, and blue rowdy. Okay. So the orange crush. Uh, I watched the last half of the Netherlands Sweden game. It was uh, it was pretty good. It was pretty competitive. That's, that's all you got. That's all I got. So you watched Wimbledon. That was mm-hmm. good. Watch it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you watched Netherlands Sweden. That was pretty good. Watch well, it. Yeah, and gotcha. then I got confused because it was a replay, and then I started watching CONCACAF, and then uh, it was a rain delay, and then I started watching Wimbledon. Oh, gotcha. So so the World Cup Finals are Sunday, 11 at 11 a.m. 11 a.m. Yep. local. Uh, On the pitch in Perry. Are we mm. going back to Perry for the final? I believe that's correct, yeah. yeah. So who you got? Who you got, Rowdy? Netherlands. Okay, oh, I'm taking geez. USA. Yeah, USA all I, the way. I thought the greatest highlight of the USA-England game was when Alex Morgan scored that goal and then drank out of the teacup with her pinky Yeah, that was great. thought I it was great. It. it was amazing. Yeah. It was good. Stick Why it to Why were people getting all worked up about because that? Because people are soft. Yeah. That was a British person that did that? No, it was an American person that did uh, it when we scored on the British. What, I, uh, you missed I saw it that, because I saw you were the, watching no, I, I saw Dances that, with I saw Wolves. that moment. I think I saw the replay. Yeah, it was awesome. But Dances with Wolves was on the other TV. It was. I gotta and say, that was more entertaining. Megan. I cannot argue against that. Megan Rapino And it's did not, not play. Not Rapino. Rapino. She did not play, but she was asked about. Megan Rapino <laughs> Was asked about that. Uh, and the response about the U.S. team possibly being disrespectful. They said, what do, you, what do you think about that and this idea that you've been disrespecting your opponents? And she replied to the question, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> Did she really? Wow. Yeah. I'm, I'm changing my... <laughs> changing yeah, I'm changing... I think the U.S. should win. All right. Yeah, all right. You liked that? Yeah. She has purple hair, too. But it's like not purple like you might think it's purple. I like to call it like a triaminic purple. Yeah, I like the cockiness. They are they are cocky. Yeah, and I, and I like swagger. it. Why not? I like Why it. not? Especially on the international they are, stage. They are pretty fun to watch. And I gotta say, if you ever watch a women's soccer game, make sure Dances with Wolves is playing on another TV and you're with Reed because he provides a great play-by-play of not only the soccer game but also the names of 
all the Native Americans, what's right. about to happen, yep. uh, what to watch for, the actors, the actors who play the Native Americans, correct, other roles that they've played. West it's like Diddy, it's like, Graham Greene got them all yeah, in there. It's like watching with Tonto Cardinal, a play-by-play announcer, and IMDb. I'm glad you enjoyed yeah, yourself. It was right? awesome. I'm glad I could help. So with it's that. in Reed. You've been to Paris. It's yeah. in Lyon. Oh, South Park. I think. Olympique Lyonnais. Oh, in the park in Paris. Oh, I Lyonnais. don't know. No, Park Olympique Lyonnais. Lyonnais. I don't know. Speaking of France. Mayonnaise. Speaking of France. You want to talk Tour de France? I do want to talk Tour de France. Starts July 6th. Bicycles. The greatest spectacle in bicycle now. racing. Yes, two days from now, we've got the tour. Uh, it will end 21 days from then, where these boys... <laughs> That's insane. ...are going to start in... Uh, I think, believe they're going to start in Belgium this year. Okay. We have... Belgium? Yeah. Yeah, they usually start outside of the USA's. Let's see. Well, how do they get pull through, this up. How do they get through the border check so quickly? Does there's no mess wall. mess up the race? No, there's, there's no, no wall. wall? Yeah, oh. seven flat stages, five hilly stages, seven mountain stages, and five mountaintop finishes. One individual time trial, one team time trial, which is actually stage two, could be interesting, and two rest days. Two rest days, gentlemen. In the entire thing. Uh, the last one, yeah. How many needle stops? Uh, they just come in those bags. Oh. Yeah, when they start handing out the food. So, <laughs> yeah. The first stage, July 6th, that's going to be a flat stage, but then they're going right into a team time trial, which should get interesting. Your, your, uh, your favorite this year is that your 28, uh, what is it? What's this year? 2019. 19. So your 2018 champion. Uh, who is that? Adam, do you remember Garant? Yeah. Yeah, Garant won it last year. The team names changed because uh, Sky... Is- Isios, I think, yeah, is the team name this year. So Chris Froome, who won the... the uh, Froome Froome! Tur- Tur- Froome Froome! And won it in 2013, 2015, 2016, and 2017, was also on Team Isios. Uh, he is out because he was in the Crit de Dauphine. Uh, he had a little bit of a wreck and uh, w- went ahead and fractured his right femur and his right elbow. What a wuss. Yeah. Well, he was only going about 60 miles an hour when... Oh, Dude, sorry. He, 36 miles per that's hour. That's the best he was going thing about 60 kilometers an hour watching when he those crashed. wrecks. It's just mayhem. There's actually some sort of... Uh, just like arms and legs and tires and yeah. wheels and... Yeah. And when, they, when they're going down the mountain and they're flying at about 60, 65 miles per hour... Wearing, uh, that would be terrifying. Wearing paint, basically. To go that fast on a bicycle would be terrifying. So stages you want to look for this year, especially for these big crashes. Stage six. All your right. first what one. day is that? Uh, let me look. I got that up. I got that because I know stage you Stage six. To... Is that day six? Uh, Thursday, July 11th. I'm on it. It's the first mountain stage. It nice. separates the wheat from the shaft. If you will. Oh. So that's going to be a big stage. Stage 13, which is the individual time trial. This is when your uh, yellow, yellow jersey competitors uh, oh. really start to put down the hammer. What's the polka dotted jersey? That's the king of the mountains. Oh, that's right. So if you have the most king, uh, mountain Wins. points. Yeah. yeah. So on the mountain stages, they have basically like these... Uh, these gates mm-hmm. and if you're the first to pass through you get points and you then at the, at the top of the mountains you do um, and then this year since there's um, there's mountain top finishes you're gonna oh. get like double points for that <sighs> yeah. sick yeah so nice so that's a big stage stage 13 the limo um, stage 13 is un- did I say that no 
Yeah, the individual time trial. And then stage 15 is going to be another mountain stage. And that one ends on the mountain, I think. <sighs> Dope. Yeah. These guys are amazing. They are. They can do this for, crazy. for 23 days, I guess, when you count the, when you count the uh, rest days. And the EPO. <laughs> What's that? Is that a, like a multiplier, you think? The drugs that they oh, do. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the favorite this year, got to pull that up because I didn't even know who all the favorites are this year. I didn't even bother because Christopher was out. Um, like I said, is Pierre Garant. Adam, am I saying that right? Garant? Yeah, Garant. I don't know. Thomas Grant. Thomas, Thomas Grant. Yep. Grant Thomas. Grant. Egon Bernal and Jacob Fugelsong, and then Richie Port, who actually crashed in two of the last three uh, tours. Come on, Richie. Come on, Richie. Um, so he's been a favorite the last couple of years, um, but uh, has has been crashing out. So I don't know what to think about this year's. Uh, tour mostly because I haven't thought about it until about a week ago. <laughs> nice, uh, but once it starts, I'm gonna have a lot of opinions. Well, yeah, we can cover it. We got it, you know. We'll, yeah. It's what? What'd you say? Twenty-two days? Twenty-three days? Twenty-three days? Yep. Yeah. So we should come back around right before the first uh, mountain stage. Sure will. Yep. Like it. So All we'll right, Rowdy. All right, fellas. Finally. Finally. Let's move into our final segment. Choose news. Oh yes. Uh, we have what is choose news? So choose I news. I don't even think you guys did this when I was gone. We didn't. Uh, this is our first update from our food editor Dennis Chu, uh, who writes: As the food editor, I must say that I am excited about the best time of the year for me. I love summer for its plentiful, plentiful great food that Mother Nature produces great for food? us. Great food. Great. Great um, food. The sweet, I don't know what this is about. The sweet nectar of peaches, strawberries, watermelon. Throughout all my years of traveling, I have seen lobster cost less than beef. Boston in July. Beer <laughs> costs less than water. And recently, a Michelin star restaurant signature dish for only two dollars and ninety cents. What? But all that? of this does not trump my love of this. <laughs> Copper River Salmon. Wild oh. caught from the Copper River in I've Alaska. Been there. Copper River. This will simply ruin your taste for other salmon for the rest of your life. None will ever measure up to the first time you've had your first bite of the fresh richness of this delicate delight. This is running up to something. I've enjoyed this fish many ways. Pan-fried, grilled, smoked raw, and more. This is so true, too. I, I haven't seen it all. I haven't found one that I don't like yet. My suggestion is to wash this down with one of my favorites. Reed's Craft Ginger Beer Extra. Oh, I'm going to have to contact my attorney here. Yeah. <laughs> it's certainly a match made in heaven. So to all our listeners out there, remember to visit your local Costco. <laughs> <laughs> While you still can, to get your hands on this once-a-year treat. This has been a report from the food editor, Dennis Chu. Until next time, stay hungry. <laughs> Dude, that was awesome. Oh, my gosh. Copper right. River Sal Salmon. Hey, and I gotta say, he did say. send us a photo of his his uh, preparation of the salmon last night. He, in addition to the Reed's ginger ale, he also paired it with some uh, white rice and lasagna. Well, I thought it was lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought it was lasagna, but it turned out to be kimchi. Oh, that makes more uh, sense. And yeah. and when I suggested a, that maybe a bowl of fruit loops. when I when I suggested that lasagna might make a better pairing, he basically told me to stay in my lane. So. Uh, <laughs> 
I love it. That's great. Well, Yay. thank you, Dennis. Yes, thank you, Dennis. Then Dennis Chu. Keep them coming. <laughs> so that's Chu's news. Chu's news. news. All right, dude. Let's we land. need a song for that. We do. We'll let's land on this Air let's, Force let's, One. Let's land this thing. All let's right. see if we can do this. Let's fly over and land it. Rowdy, you gonna All try? All right. So <laughs> if you're still listening, you know we love you. It got long there in the middle, so we're not surprised. We love you, but not as much as we love our great flag. And maybe you know some <laughs> other people who'd be willing to let us love them too. So if you know someone who's a fan of Betsy Ross. Tour de France. The round mound of touchdowns. Delicious cup river salmon. Wimpleton. Endurance racing. Blasting sex offenders with baseballs. <laughs> Dong City. <laughs> Did you already say Wimpleton? Yep. Oh, okay. We can say it again. Wimpleton. There you go. <laughs> so, yeah. Blind sports. If you know someone who's a fan of any of these things, just shoot them a link to this episode. Oh, well, man. that's it. We did it. We did sports. As always, I want to thank <sighs> the guru, Mikey, who's right over there working the boards. Thank you, sir. Jet Belly Music, the commissioner, Brandon Casburn, food editor, Dennis Chu, and the honorary ball boy this week is... Got to give it to Kevin Pritchard, the uh, president of the Pacers. Mm. We got some free agency action happening. Pacers going to be good this year. Who'd they get? Brogdon? Brogdon. Malcolm Brogdon. Uh, Lamb. Virginia. Jeremy Lamb. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right We're going to look good. We got some point guards. Right on. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or email us at sportsportsportspod at gmail.com with any questions, headlines, or topics you want to discuss, including your recipes for Copper River wild-caught salmon. And don't forget to rate us and subscribe. New episodes will be there every Thursday where we will ask, how about some sports? Happy Fourth of July! Bye, Yankee Doodle Dandy!